0: Aloha and welcome to this edition of Kapiko Podcast. We're coming to you, again, not live because this is a podcast, but from beautiful Punalu'u here today. And one of the bad things about podcasts is you can't actually see the beauty of this place we're in today. Uh, Kamehameha Schools has done a great job of preserving and uplifting this particular uh, aina and, and all the great things that are going on in this valley. And we're excited to bring you some of the interesting things happening so you can share it with your uh, groups and organizations as well. So I'm Kyle Galder with Kamehameha Schools Communications. And joining us today from Papa Lo'i O Kanevai at UH Manoa is Hiapo Cashman and Pua Stibbert. Thank you both for joining us today.
1: Okay, aloha. Thanks for having us. Hey, aloha. And
0: can you give us just a b- brief background about what you do with your organization?
1: Mm, okay, so we are actually our main base is at UH Manoa. And um, we are one of the three centers within Hawai'i Nui Ake'a. And it's a new school. Um, the university just created our school, which is, you know, again, Hawai'i Nui Ake'a. And in Hawai'i Nui Ake'a, there's three centers. There's Hawaiian language, there's Hawaiian studies, and then us, Kapapaloi Kane Wai. So <clears throat> we're not necessarily an, an academic unit considered in a university sense of the word where well, we don't offer a, a degree you know but i like to think this is where all the learning happens nah.
0: <laughs> okay and, and that's a great segue because <coughs> we talk a lot on this podcast about quote-unquote non-traditional education but when you look at it from a native hawaiian perspective it actually is traditional mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of the western approach to education adapting mm-hmm. to how things used to be so from that perspective what are some of the approaches you take to educating uh, Hamana and Keiki that are coming up through the program, and and just ways to maybe teach differently than the traditional uh, education model suggests? Right,
1: right. So you know we it, we have the opportunity of teaching lots of different ages from from the babies all the way up to kupuna. So um, you know we'll get we'll get like regular school groups that come in. Every day, you know, and, and again, it's from from preschool to to college students, to, to community groups, to different um, businesses, different organizations that that come in and are looking for, you know, some kind of cultural experience, some kind of hands-on activities, you know, working in the Lo'i. And then, you know, a lot of them come to the Lo'i expecting to get muddy and those kinds of things. But and it, it's a an, for us it's an opportunity to first teach them about the importance of water, to teach them of caring, caring for the place, um, working with tarot. That's you know, so our education of people, there's so many levels of it. You know, and, and that's that's just a small, you know, like kinda like a first beginning step. People kinda come in, get used to the place, and then and then the teachers start to get comfortable and used to. So for us, part of that is making the teachers and those organizers comfortable with our place so that they can come in and it's, we're not going to cancel on them. And they know they can depend on us for certain kind of delivery and professionalism, those kinds of things. That's what teachers are looking for. Um, And helping them get to this place, feel comfortable with their students and safe, because that's a teacher's kuleana is to make sure their students are safe right so provide that and and then create that space where they can keep coming yeah and and it's you know they might come two or three times a year every year um kind of develop a rhythm for them to 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 be involved with the place and then that'll happen at the high school level it'll happen at the university level as well too so you know again teachers are looking for ways to get their students on the land practicing, experiencing and a lot of them already realize that it's those touches and practices that kind of really hits with the students and the students really learn at that level Okay. Um,
0: and what about just being able to build (coughs) not only learners but also uh, leaders of tomorrow and and that sort of uh, kind of an offshoot of of what the program involves
2: and I I think for us it's, it's that basic value of being able to connect to aina that we have that opportunity to share being we're so blessed to be on a piece of aina either in punalu or Kanewai, that we can welcome people in and give them those opportunities to start to just feel comfortable like Kiapo was saying in just simply knowing the why, knowing how it flows where does it end up how does everything connect yeah so that we start to understand that we're connected to everything and that before kanaka there was aina so we have to start to really focus on our resources because without our resources you don't have leadership you don't have people you don't have community thriving and our big thing as as a as, a, as alaka'i of these two places is that um we simply kind of set that foundation just a little bit so that they can start to build upon their own kahua as they go in their journeys and learn more and they start to to finalize where is my basis and how do i start to increase and, and and start to reach out more to the community and how do i find my own personal value in this and start to understand you know we're saying oh malama do these things but they're not going to be able to do that unless they have their own experience and their own connection and so that's really what we want to at least try give for the ones that aren't able to contact to aina as often mm-hmm. just give that little taste and maybe then they start to find themselves other places going further and, and carrying our lahui and our communities into a place that is where we have thriving kanaka because our aina is thriving.
0: And as you listen here to the Kapiko podcast, one of the great events coming up, and it's very timely because this podcast will come out the week of this event, is the Malamo Haloa Kalo Festival here at Punalu'u Ahupua Farms. And it's happening Saturday, April, 8, April 13th. From 10 to 2.30 p.m. Again, here in Punalu'u, right across from Punalu'u Beach Park. So, Hiapo, what are some of the things that attendees can get from this festival that maybe just to get a taste of how you educate people in your setting, but kind of a, a, a great way to spend a Saturday?
1: Right. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's an opportunity for us to get the community excited and interested in growing tarot. We're also going to sneak in uh, an Ava arm in there as well, too, because we've we've been running other festivals as well too, so we're gonna try and combine it okay. this time. And um, this year we we are celebrating the taros, Uwahia Pele and Hinupuaa. So and we're also playing on the story of Pele and Kamapuaa, which fits perfectly for Punalu'u because this is basically Kamapuaa's backyard. So we're playing on those stories, and 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 in those stories, actually the Hinupuaa that variety of tarot we don't we don't know what it is but we know it's out there and and what it what this up what this does it gives us an opportunity to to research to to talk story to create the conversation and dial in on things like hinupua and we i always thought it was just one variety but in our research and conversation in this short two months we've realizing that might be five different varieties of taro, and and people have already suggested names to us so you know that's what the Taro fest and the ava fest does it allows us a space where the community can come in and we'll be passing out huli and and ways to plant taro and take care of taro and ava and taste ava and and just them having opportunities to see different information about tarot and varieties as well too you know our our hope is always to inspire even when when groups come to us when students come to us is to first get them kind of hooked you know like excited and and the other thing is to start asking questions to themselves and to their families say like when they take a tarot huli home you know now now they have kuleana yeah, they got to go take it, they got to plant it, they got to remember the name, what it's good for, how I can use it. And I take it home to the dinner table and I go, look, I got this hoolie. You know, and then grandma and grandpa and uncle and auntie, mom, dad, cousins are all like, oh, oh I want one too. You know, how can I get involved with that? And then also ask the little harder questions too is, how come we don't have this anymore? Why? How come I don't have a million gallons of water coming through my yard anymore how come you know because everybody had water before everybody had Aina before and how come we don't have that so it's asking those cool questions those difficult questions and then getting the family involved and once we get family involved we get community involved and I think that's the key is trying to find ways of including everybody in the conversation and and in the the excitement
0: yeah and Pua Hiapu set you up nicely there as we wrap up this edition of the Kupiko podcast just looking forward as far as innovative approaches to education and community building taking the work you're doing what would you suggest to somebody out there listening as far as ways that even just the concepts that they can take from what you do and implement it in their lives
2: I think um, even just wrapping up in what we are working with this past week with our AHA in I think it's really about going out and starting to really connect to your Aina and understand all its characteristics. I think when we start to be intimate with our Aina and know it well to where we know the Inoa of the wind, we know the Inoa of the rains, of the mountains, of the streams, we start to really see how we can help make that Aina thrive. And like I said, with Aina thriving, you have Kanaka thriving because people know now I have a Kuleana And I'm actually connected to this place, to where I know that if I do the hana that I need to do here, someone else is going to see that and feel that same thing. And kind of like he was saying, that ulu kahoi, that increasing of that interest, increasing of that ono. And we had a wonderful kupuna last night that shared some really powerful thoughts. And I thought it was really important. She was talking about decolonizing our palate, that we need to start getting used to. What is the things that our aina provides? Versus going to supermarkets, yeah? So when we start to really look to our aina as the source, I think that's when we can really see change throughout all our communities. But aina and knowing it intimately being the basis of how we can function and grow.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening to Kopiko Podcast. Again, you can find us at the Imua Newsroom on www.ksbe.edu and also on Spotify, Stitcher, and google play music so thank you again for tuning in i'm kyle galdera take care and aloha